I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. I want to talk to you to, to land the plane here about a story that you'll recognize probably from your Bible, from Judges. And it's the story of Deborah. I was able to bring this word and I delivered it as a prophetic charge or a uh, call to action, you might say, in our community up at at Kansas City. And I was uh, blown away by how hungry, it was kind of like this you are today, how hungry women are for purpose and for how to move out in it. And if we look, uh, starting in Judges 4, we have this story unfolding. I'm just going to read some selected verses to you. But I want you to kind of shift your focus here for a minute and just kind of zero in, like if you're asking God, so how do I take this home? What do I really do? And why does it matter so much? I think you're getting the sense it really matters to the Lord. It really matters to the people around you that you get this, that you move forward with your purpose and and your holy pursuit. And what happened here in the book of Judges, there are several uh, judges mentioned. Some of them, you know what, just a little footnote. Or maybe one verse where they mention more than one judge. And it's like that's all there was to report. They were judged for this long. They were judged for this long. But that's not the case with Deborah. She ended up being a voice and not an echo. The children of Israel had cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had 900 chariots of iron. In 20 years, he had harshly oppressed the children of Israel. A lot of the people around you that you don't even know yet, some that you know, some that are beyond the, people, the circle of influence you have today, they are greatly oppressed. And you're like, well, what are they oppressed with? Well, it's a long list, but why do you care? Because you hold the key to freeing particular people from their oppression. Do you believe that? God didn't waste anything, and you know that. So this cycle had been going on and on, on and on, on and on. People would get delivered, be faithful a little while, and then back, they would fall off, right? We know the human condition. After the cry went up in uh, Judges 4.4, it says this, Now, Deborah. Repeat that with me. Now, Deborah. All right, now I want to say that again. I want you to put your name in there. We're going to say now in your own name. Ready? Now, Marlene. Now, Lynette. Put your name in there louder. Now, 
Do you see what's happening here? Track with me. There was a need. People were oppressed. Now Deborah shows up on the scene, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidus. She was judging Israel at that time. That was her job. She judged out under a palm tree. Must have been kind of like Hawaii. And she would sit under that palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel and the mountain of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. So she helped solve their problems. She helped them make sense of things. Somebody here, say, I can solve a problem. I can make sense of things. Do you see that you don't have to wait to be called a judge and set out under your own palm tree, although you may actually have one here, but um, you have solutions for people. So she sent and called for a military leader. I love this, Barak. And so he comes into her office. So what, what do we know by this? She's hearing from the Lord. This is a woman of prayer. This is somebody who had prayer playing your day back in the old chiseled rock formation of it. And the Lord said, I want you to call a military leader in him and remind him of some things I've said. So she gets him in there and listen to these three words. Has not, or four or five, has not the Lord God of Israel commanded you go and deploy the troops, da-da-da-da-da, and go take this mean guy out? That's the Linda version. And um, he looked at her. And you know that, I bet I would have loved to be in, in that uh, little discussion. How would you like having, a, back in that day, being the head of the army and being called in by a prophetess under a palm tree who, who's reading your mail? Said, didn't God tell you to take care of this already? Bless you. And, she, and so he said, well, if you'll go with me, then I'll go. But if you'll not go with me, I'm not going. How many times have you called somebody into action and they needed you to go with them a few steps? Are you, are you willing to go? God's going to have you call some people up. God's calling you up right now. And God, God's got some people for you to call up. I can tell some of you know it. She mounts a horse. She goes with him into battle. And, and you know what happened again? She had to <laughs> lead the charge. Because he was out there, they had all the people lined up, and she said, hey, up. Verse 14, Deborah said to Barak, up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera under your hand. Has not the Lord gone out before you? And so Barak went out, and they conquered the enemy. Now, there's a whole bunch more here. It's so fascinating. I would challenge you to read Judges 4 and 5 in the next few days and just let God unpack it for you. But in chapter 5, we see that Deborah... Um, was a song written about her and her leadership and that the volunteers willingly came to her. A couple of principles here. There's a time for you to step into your vision. There's a time now for you to do something God's brought to your mind today. And you might need a little time to flesh out the idea, but you've got the essence of something to work with. He's stirring something up in here. Can I get it? Is he starting something up in there? Okay, good. And so what's going to happen next is that he is going to show you what to do with that. And like the scripture goes, now, Deborah, you're going to go 2018. This is it. God's stirring on it. We're going to work on it. And you're going to call people into action. And this is going to be the relief to those who were oppressed in Deborah's day. And it's going to be the relief to those waiting for you to step into your vision today. See, You see, the answer to someone else's cry lies in your stepping up to be a spirit-led woman. 
It is about you, but it is about so much more than you because there's a ripple effect that can change the earth when women get hold of this message and take it to heart and put feet to it. Uh, you know, there's a kind of thing where vision is awakened and it's exciting for the moment, but then it's kind of like, okay, well, I settled that. Now I'll just kind of go back to life as it was. Don't do that. Don't let yourself do that. Do you want to be at this conference at the next location in a year <laughs> and be thinking, oh, yeah, I didn't do it? See, you're at a fork in the road. I honestly believe this. When, a, when vision is awakened, it's critical what you do in the next hours and days with it. And so you can settle, but you won't like it because you know what? You won't be at the same place next year. You know where you'll be? Slide back. You'll slide back. You can't coast with God. You're either going forward or you're getting cold. You're either going forward or you're getting lazy in the faith. That's distasteful. It's distasteful to you. It's, and it's distasteful to God. You know, the Lord uh, convicted me of something not long ago. I, I go every few years off with a few friends that are in my inner circle, and we seek God about our prophetic future, about the call on our life, about what it is God wants us to do in life. That's what I call it. Call it a promise, life promises, whatever you want. And we go to a beach in Galveston. <clears throat> And we do this little uh, table where we put our promises here. And then we ask God, well, what evidence is there that that is happening in this season? You see, you don't want to despise the day of small beginnings. Baby steps count big time. And then we pray into what's next. And, you know, I told you about my Daniel 11 verse about the many and how God so graciously redirected me to that back patio for the next eight years, highlighting Bibles and journals, learning to hear God speak. And I'm not an expert. I've got so much to learn, but I'm on the journey. You know, you want to be on the journey. You don't want to be a spectator. You want to be on the journey. And I was, I think, backpedaling a little bit. You ever do that? We do it sometimes out of self-preservation because we don't want to look like we missed it. Anybody say amen? And uh, I said, well, you know, the many, I said, I went out to reach the many. And, uh, you know, some of those are online. Some of those are through web webinars. Some of those are through books. Well, there's an element of truth in all that. But I was really chickening out <laughs> because the Lord said the many in the flesh, and he meant it. And what was going to happen a week after that, but that I was going to get on a plane and come to Maui, you know, and be with you. You're the many. And you've got the ripple effect going on. You're going to reach many. And you're going to, those many are going to reach many. And so when I was working on all that, it's like the Lord said, it's distasteful to him when I dumb down what he called me to do. I'm not proud of it. As I'm coming before you confessing it, and my friend said, Linda, she said, uh, he meant what he said. He meant what he said. Your story's beautiful, uh, Robin, about how the Lord brought things full circle for you. That she's a missionary in the world of movies. How exciting is that? And yet, 
she couldn't have seen that coming just like that. But you didn't stop. You stayed on the journey. That's what it takes. And women, I want all of you, when you get to be 80 and 90 and 100 or whatever God's got for you, I want you to have a whole trail of people by you that you're bringing along, teaching them to dance, teaching them to dream, teaching them to step into purpose. This is for the generations. This is for the long haul. Not on our watch, not on our watch should the movement of spirit-led women peter out so that people have to find some other big thing to try to go do. You with me? All right. So I want to stir this up in you right now. Put, it on, put your hand on your belly. Holy Spirit, come now and quicken the dreams and your spirit-led women for action in this hour. Lord, there are the oppressed in the earth who are waiting for your women to step into what you call them to do full on, whole hog, we say in Texas, the whole enchilada, we say in Texas. Use the language you want. But, oh God, stir up a fire in our belly that must have expression in our lives, that we will dance and that we will sing and that we will lead, that we will write, that we will teach, that we will take what you put in our hand and bring it out to those around us who are languishing. They're crying out like the children of Israel were. They are oppressed. They're saying, who will help us? Who will help us? And as God's Spirit-led women, let's stand up and give the battle cry. And we're going to say, we will. Stand up with me. Those who need your solutions, your wisdom, your teaching, your story, your example, crying out to you, who will help me? Who will help me? Who will come? And God's women said, we will. Again. We will. And again, we will. All right, lead us in worship, sweetheart. Maria, whatever you want to do. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.